You're now tuned in to the Desire to Trade podcast, a show where we bring you the best figures of the trading world and teach you how you can become a successful trader. This is your host, Etienne Kret. Hey, what's up, traders? It's Hatif on the Desire to Trade, and welcome to this next episode of the Desire to Trade podcast. In this episode, I'm talking with Ellen Esquita. She's the second woman to be in the podcast, and she's trading Forex. She started to trade in a pretty unusual way. And at some point, she got discouraged about trading. She didn't want to continue, but then she realized something. And I'll let you listen to the episode to see what she realized. It's something that most traders don't necessarily go through. And then she picked herself up to get back to trading and invest more wisely into trading. Now you'll see the advice she has. There's a couple of great things and I'm summarizing everything at the end. So make sure you listen to the episode. And at the end, if you have any feedback, let me know. Check out the Facebook group as well. This is forward slash group. You can join the Facebook group for free. And I hope to see you there, connect with you, help you out, and do anything I can to help you succeed. Now we'll go on with the interview. Tell us what's going on these days for you. I just got back from a uh, about a three week vacation, so still settling back in. Mm. Um, I did miss my um, my charts, obviously, and uh, my um, because I I did make a promise during our uh, vacation that uh, I wasn't going to look at the charts or do any trading. So I pretty much just did. Um, I I did some actually when um, getting off and on the plane, but other than that, <laughs> n- nothing really. Okay, but that's our reality for traders, though. It's something you have to deal with sometimes. Getting off the chart, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it it is, and and um, the the reason why I did that actually is I I, I did make that promise just because it's um, you know, we, the reason we do. All of this really is to so we can have more time and enjoy our time with, you know, significant others and uh, family. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. Just have a great time without, you know, without anything, any trading or business related stuff. Interesting. So tell us about a quote that inspires you. The quote that inspires me. Um, it's the one that I, I learned throughout, um, you know, trading and and life in general. It's that never let anyone define what you can and you can't do. Um, Anything that's worth um, striving for, I believe, is has a high failure rate. Everyone's going to tell you in trading that it's about a 90% failure rate, but it doesn't mean that you have to be in that 90%. It's going to be you who has to determine if you want to be in that 90% or that uh, 10%. So, yeah. Absolutely right. So we'll go back a little bit in time, and I want you to tell us how you started to trade exactly. How did you get involved in trading? Uh, whew, that might be a, quite a long story, but um, I started... Uh, to be to be completely honest, I'm not one of those people who actually um, was into trading or wanted to be a professional trader or an entrepreneur um, from the moment I was young or, or I was born. Um, I didn't I didn't really learn 
or know of markets or um, any of this until I, I believe it was senior year in high school. Um, we had to read um, all these. Um, we had to read books before before a class. It's an English class, and I was never a big fan of fiction. So, um, to make the long story short, uh, I ended up picking up a book, and it happened to be a stock trading book. And um, after that, after reading all of that, I just, I, I just really just fell in love with how, um, how it is the markets and the way I saw it. It's this is raw information of people's emotions and reactions to news to, um, to anything that can happen. And I just, I, I just really fell in love with it. So after graduating high school, um, I was going to college, but I was on the side. I was actually um, trying to learn for myself about uh, different markets, how to trade and um, all of that. Uh, the, uh, the first um, thing I came, uh, I came through was um, learning about the stock markets and how technical analysis was. Uh, I started, I believe, just um, during that summer, I was just, I was doing those um, uh, virtual trading uh, for stock markets. I was, uh, I wasn't really, <laughs> I didn't have enough money for that time to put up for uh for doing uh, stocks straight up and opening a brokerage account and anything like that, I believe it was a ten or fifty thousand dollars that they they wanted to for you to open up. Oh a, wow! Okay, uh, yeah, an account for for a firm, and uh, I so I, I I didn't have that, so uh, I just stuck with virtual trading, and then um, I was learning through technical analysis, and then I found this. Um, Ad about uh, start. It said start trading with fifty dollars, and it was, <laughs> yeah, it was actually uh, uh, for for forex, and that's when I started trying to learn forex, and um, I actually opened up an account. I did start it with about five hundred dollars, I believe, and um, that time I kind of moved from. Uh, system to system, um, just uh, putting up every time my account goes down a hundred dollars, I would put up uh, five hundred dollars and then um, learn a different system and try to trade that. And then when that starts losing, I move on to a different system, add another five hundred dollars. And um, to be honest, I don't even uh, remember how much I actually lost during that time. At a certain point, I guess I I got tired of kind of replenishing that, so I took a break from um, trading altogether. I said um, I'm just gonna look at I'm just not gonna trade, so I stopped. And then about six months later, um, I don't remember what made me look um, look at my uh, my account again because I never actually uh, closed the account. I just stopped trading all together so I looked at my account and uh, I I saw that my account had actually almost tripled so uh, that's what I considered kind of like a turning point of you know my my trading career or, or where where I I want this to to go um 
I told myself that if I know or if I remember why I went, um, I had this trade, then I could just continue what I'm doing, try to learn um, all the technical analysis and look online and start searching for, um, you know, just just being more proficient with technical analysis. Um, But I didn't know why I entered the trade. So um, the first realization that I had then was that I don't know what I'm doing and I need someone to teach me what I'm doing. And the second realization that I had is that if I did know what I was doing, this could be more than just a hobby. This could be more than just something I, you know, I enjoy. It could be something more than that. So that was about, I believe, 2011. Yeah, 2011 when um, when that all happened. So I started searching for someone that who I can learn from. And I first came across um, a guy. I forgot his name, but he... He he did that. He he did um, some live rooms that that you can come in um, every day. He he would do live rooms, and then he has some uh, education stuff with it. Also, he he sends out uh, PDF files of um, what MACDs and um, RSIs and Fibonacci's how those are. And I started following him for 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 a while. And I thought I was doing good until I started actually trying to trade by myself, trying to make decisions without, um, you know, him uh, talking about it. It's kind of a different story, right? When you start to trade for real. Yeah, it's it's totally different. It's it's like you you look at everyone who's teaching you, any educators. And the way they do it, when they do it themselves, it makes it look so easy. Mm-hmm. And then when you're by yourself, it's it's completely different. Mm-hmm. I just want to go back on that trade you had open for uh, a few moments. You said you tripled your account. So how was it? How long did that trade last exactly? That was about six months actually, because I, I I guess I forgot that I left that trade um, when I completely said that I'm gonna. Um, be out of the market for a while I, I forgot that I had that trade so then you're at the point where you're trying to apply everything and it did it, it doesn't work like it's pretty tough so what happens then um so what happened was um uh I I looked at how he was trading again and then this time I have that different set of eyes you have that um at first, when you're when you're trying to learn, at first you have that uh, listening, taking everything. Um, by the time you're about ready to to put in your own strategies, you have a different set of eyes. You you start to take, um, you know, determine the the little subtleties, and you start to kind of identify um, what makes that trading system. And one of that was, I remember, it was a. Uh, uh, Fibonacci retracements and extensions. And for some reasons, every time he does trades, he has Fibonacci extensions, um, but it's already been placed in there. And then, uh, so I started asking him, uh, uh, how do I get that Fibonacci extensions on my chart? Because uh, it seemed that that was the, the main trouble that I was having. I can't figure out how to uh, really get that uh, Fibonacci extension. So uh, I never got any response to it um, during the the live rooms that he had. He had a chat room 
open, but it was uh, one of those private ones. But I, I don't know, maybe he never saw my question. So after that, I realized um, I told myself this is not the one I wanted to learn from. So I started searching again for another person. And that's the time that I, I remember <laughs> I saw um, a video from um, Jason Stapleton. Actually, it's a it's a, he had a Fibonacci extension and a retracement video that I watched. When I saw it, I thought it was so simple. It was so easy to follow in that. After I, I saw that, I was like, if I can learn this much for something that's free, then, you know, he must have something that, that I can take a look at. So I went to his site and I went through um, the first thing I went through actually is his uh, pro trader course, which was really great. I learned a lot from it. Um, I, I was about break even. Um, I was sort of consistent. Um, I realized I need someone who can walk through it with me. And then um, that was it was about uh, late 2012. I think they had this um, turning point webinar and it was with Akil and it was about a week long. And um, and that one, I, I went through that and uh, I was really I thought it was really great. I learned a lot from it. Um, so that's when I went through Akil's course. And then, you know, after Akil's course, then it's just all about backtesting and being more consistent about it. And and that's, yeah, that's really it. Cool. And so then you started to apply by yourself and then it started to, to make sense, right? Yes. And this time it's actually a lot easier, a lot simpler. Um, I don't have as much stuff in my chart as I used to. Um, but it's I, I felt like it's it's way more effective than than what I previous what I was doing previously. Mm -hmm. So what I get from your story is that you it's it's not necessarily about finding one specific technique, but it's more about finding the person that's going to help you with that technique, right? Yes, and someone that that could simplify something for you in a way that you can understand. Uh -huh. So how long did that take for you to be profitable from the beginning? Um, I, from the very beginning, uh, from the very beginning before I found, uh, Jason and Akil, uh, probably it took about four years. Okay. That's, that's pretty average. So it's, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I still feel it's like it, it's a long time, but yeah, it, it took about four years. Because, uh, yeah, I, gr I graduated about 2007 and, uh, yeah, about four, actually, yeah, four or five years, actually, five years. And what would you say was your, one of your biggest mistake as a trader? Uh, my biggest mistake, I, I, what I consider my biggest mistake is, uh, actually not, not looking for someone to teach me right when, right off the bat, right when I started or Right when I told myself that I, I'm really interested about this stuff and this is something I want to learn. Um, the, my philosophy is that with money, it's it's something that you can replace. So, but time time is not something you can replace. And I feel like um, if I had, you know, if I had spent that time, 
um, instead of trying to learn it by myself and trying to uh, telling myself that I, I'm smart enough to learn all of this by myself. Um, you know, if I, if I just find some, found someone who, who can teach me and go through it with me, uh, I would have been, you know, a better, I would have done it a lot better. I spent less time, um, and be profitable a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. I feel exactly the same way. So I'm glad you mentioned this for sure. <laughs> I think it took me a long time to just figure things out and just I want to do everything by myself. But once you kind of get help from other people, it's a lot faster for sure. Um, entrepreneurs in general, anyone who's starting a business, you, you have that kind of stubborn mentality. You think that you can learn everything, you can do everything by yourself because you're this, you know, you, 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 you think you're smart enough. And I, I thought that too. I'm not, um, I, I th- think I'm pretty smart. So that's, you know, that's why I thought all these things uh, I can learn from myself and everything will be available online. But, um, what I failed to realize then was that, you know, there, there is a lot of misinformation that you can get just by doing it online by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is totally true. There's so, so much stuff out there. I've seen a couple of your videos on YouTube and, but j- just tell us what is your main trading style today? Um, uh, main trading style. Um, I'm, I'm a, so I'm, I'm a technical trader and I usually trade, um, advanced patterns and structure. So I, I do mostly advanced patterns, but I'm, um, I'm still working on my structure trading. I think I'm better, but it's still not as, um, as proficient as I want to be. Okay. And that is traded on a swing basis, meaning if you, like higher time frames or? Uh, yes, I do the swing trading and a day trading, four hour chart up down to the five minute chart. Mm, okay, all with advanced patterns or different type of setup. I'm actually back testing a new strategy for uh, structured trading. Um, when I was going through the course, uh, we learn about uh, what they call the co- combined technical score or CTS scoring, mm-hmm. and um, I'm kind of uh, man- getting different things to go on that to to get a strategy that will work for me. Hmm, interesting. Now, what does your day look like as a trader today? Um, it would consist of me waking up about 3.30 in the morning, my time. <laughs> yes, a little, a, a lot early because I, 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 I am on uh, Pacific time and then about, so I get ready and eat breakfast, most important thing of the day. <laughs> and then, um, kind of look through my email for a bit. And then around 4.30, I start to do my own analysis. Um, I go through uh, my whole portfolio. Uh, it consists of uh, nine pairs. And then I do from, uh, the, I look at it as swing trade uh, perspective. And then around uh, 5 o'clock a.m. my time, um, I go to um, Akil's live room. So I'm there uh, up until 8 a.m. my time. 
And then afterwards, I just do probably two to three hours um, improving um, for trading education, just, you know, continuously improving, um, looking at my trades, analyzing my trades. And then the rest of the day is just free for me to do. Interesting, interesting. And how, how does that contrast with what you were doing before, before trading? I don't have any consistency before. Um, before it's just, uh, you know, going from different jobs um, and uh, going from places to places uh, without really, without any consistency. I don't, I didn't think about a future or anything like mm -hmm. that. Um, and that's, that's really the, the main difference. And if I had to ask you what were the two or three key elements to your success, what would you say they are? Um, I would say perseverance, patience, and hard work. Yeah, so let's get into hard work. What does that mean for you? For me, that means that you're going to your charts day in, day out, backtesting new strategies. And after you've learned all that, become proficient and become consistently profitable, you go back to your charts and analyze your trades, um, you know, on, on a daily or weekly basis. And is that something you've been doing every single week for the past few months, I, I guess, or yeah? Uh, yes, except for the my vacation time. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. But that's good, that's good. And what do you think are the main challenges you're facing in trading? Or that other traders face, maybe the main challenges. I a lot of it, I think, is the psychology. Um, one, the biggest thing, I guess, is um, if, especially if you're just fairly new with trading, and you have you finally have come up with your um, your own trade that you independently made a decision on. And then everyone tells you something different. Everyone tells you how wrong you are and you start to doubt yourself. Um, that doubt that you have is, is one of the biggest challenge to overcome because that can, you know, if, if you let that get to you, that's what gets you in trouble. Mm -hmm. So it's basically not the fact of necessarily being alone, but the fact of having your own mind and making your own decision, right? Yeah, making your own decision. It's it's scary yeah. because you know when when you have other people, you're like, yeah, you you agree with them. It's uh, you know, you have a lot of people that would agree with you, and it's always scary to to just decide for yourself and have your own decision. You have to be comfortable with what you're doing, right? Because if you're not comfortable, then it's easier to get influenced by other people. Yes, and and that's why uh, back testing. I I always um, say it on my videos. Back testing is actually really, 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 really important with uh, for your trading career because that's that's the main thing that that will get you or give you the confidence uh, of your system, mm -hmm. so you don't get those doubts whenever people other people question you. And for the people wondering what what backtesting is, could you tell us how you're doing it and like what tools you're using? Oh yeah. Um, so for me, I do uh, manual backtesting. Um, all you really need is uh, the data and a charting platform, 
And then what I do is I just manually go back about probably five years um, uh, previous and just start picking up trades depending on uh, my rules. Mm -hmm. And do you have a number of trades you want to take before considering a strategy is valid? Usually what I do is that I I kind of um, – so I, I, I set a – some rules for me and then I go back for that um that five years if by the 10th trade I'm still getting a lot of fake outs or I'm, I'm still I'm still not getting the 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 results that I want then I scratch it and then go back to um to basic just scratch everything start from the beginning and then i do that um so that's that's really what i do when whenever i think of um a different strategy and uh usually um the st strategy comes um um comes up in in my mind when i'm trading um and i see something or i see something on the charts that i feel like i've i've been seeing for um quite a while Then, um, so I start to formulate a strategy, a set of rules uh, from that time, and then I start my backtesting. So if the first 10 trades is not what I want it to be, then I scratch it. Uh -huh. I think that's a really, really good advice. And any other advice you would have for aspiring traders right now? Um, I think the best advice that I could give <laughs> is that um, any trade winning or losing is a learning opportunity. A winning trade can, can give you optimal entries and exits and you can learn from it that way. And losing trades is you, you can start to um, see all those those uh, filters you can start to identify filters that you can use for uh, for the future I think that's great so how can people find you exactly I am on a Twitter trading view and YouTube and they all have the same handles it's Elaine spelled with two L so E-L-L-A-I-N-E and Escueta E-S-C-U-E-T-A. And uh, they all have the same handle. So you can find me on those. And you're doing your mid-review re mid every single week, yes. right? So it's pretty useful for people, I think. They're going to check this out for sure. And of course, everything's going to be in the show notes as well. So you guys can check out this rstrade.com to see the show notes. Everything's going to be there. Everything we talked about, the programs we talked about, the books, if any. We didn't talk about any books. But it's called the show notes in this rstrade.com. And what goes the effort future, Len? For me, there's there's a few things actually. One is that uh, I I'd, I'd like to be as proficient with other markets as well, um, futures and options uh, to be more specific. And um, the other one is to be more. Uh, involved in social media I'm, i'm i was really not used to <laughs> to being in social media so this is all new for me <laughs> yeah it takes some time to learn and what is your main motivation um main motivation is just w my my future i i look at it and uh, the way i see it the more proficient i get in this the more 
time, the more money I can have to, you know, spend that time to enjoy, you know, vacations and places with, you know, significant others and families. And, you know, that's really my main motivation. Cool. So I'm going to have one last question for you, which is a little bit tough. But if you could give only one piece of advice for traders, what would that one sentence of advice be? One piece of advice. Um, I think it goes back to the quote that I've learned. It's never let anyone define what you can and you can't do. Wow, that's awesome. So, Elena Squita, thanks a lot for being, for being on the podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. All right, so I hope you guys like the interview with Elena Escueta. It's been good to have her on the podcast. I think she mentioned a couple of great things. First of all, it's the importance of backtesting. You need to backtest. There's no way you can go around it. And if you're following me on social media, you probably see me backtesting all the time because I post a lot about it. And the second thing is for you to find someone who can help you out in trading. You don't have to follow me. You don't have to take advice from me. But just have someone who can guide you through trading because it's really tough to learn alone. And it's going to take much more time. So pick someone you trust. Get to know what they do, get to talk with them, and get them to show you what they do, because that's going to help. And if you pick the right person, even if you have to pay something, you're going to get your investment back in no time. If you've listened to a few episodes of the podcast so far and liked it, go leave a review on iTunes. That helps a lot to spread the word about the podcast. It's not only for me, but it's to help other people get aware of the podcast. The more people we can help, and the more people can get advice from successful traders, the more impactful we can be together. If you have any recommendation, just let me know and I'll make sure I follow up with you. So on that note, I'll see you in the next episode of the Desire to Trade podcast.